Welcome to Vegan Business Talk with Katrina Fox, author of Vegan Ventures, Start and Grow an Ethical Business. Hello and welcome to episode 120 of Vegan Business Talk. I'm Katrina Fox, journalist, author and PR consultant and founder of Vegan Business Media, a content events and training platform providing success strategies for vegan business owners and entrepreneurs. Now, just quickly, before we jump into the main part of the show, I wanted to let you know about my online PR course and group coaching program, Vegans in the Limelight. Now, this is a 12-month online program where you have video training that teaches you everything you need to know about how to do your own PR. You can ask questions on the platform and you can also post your proposed pitches and media releases before sending them to journalists to get my feedback. You also get to jump on a monthly live group call where you can ask whatever questions you want about your business and you can get tailored help from me on anything to do with raising the profile of your brand. So it might be that I look at your website and give you some feedback or how to improve your LinkedIn profile and other marketing and PR topics. So if you'd like to find out more about that, just hop on over to veganbusinessmedia.com and you'll see a link there for Vegans in the Limelight. And now on to the main part of the show. In this episode, I'm sharing with you a talk I gave recently to a group of vegan business owners and entrepreneurs on what to include on the about page of your website. Now, this is a question that I get asked a lot by people, including my coaching and consulting clients and students on my Vegans in the Limelight online PR course and group coaching program. So I thought it would serve you to share this as a podcast episode. It's also available as a video and as a blog post, and you can find those on the show notes page for this episode at veganbusinessmedia.com. Among the things I discuss are why the about page of your website is so important, what not to include on your about page, as well as what to include, how to make your about page compelling for your customers and clients, why your about page shouldn't be all about you, examples of an about page for both a service provider and a product maker, why your story as the business owner is important and you can no longer hide behind your company or brand, and much more. Here's the talk on what to include on the About page of your vegan brand's website. Everybody's About page is going to be different depending on you and your business, the type of business, whether you're a solo practitioner or you're a larger company, whether you sell products or services, and it's really going to be dependent upon you and your business. So I don't think there's any necessarily like a template way that you can create an about page because it does need to be somewhat individual, but I am going to give you some ideas about what to include and and how to structure it. Now, the reason your about page is so important is that it's actually one of the most visited pages on websites. There's been some anecdotal research done and it's been found that people will often click onto your about page, anything from the second, third or fourth page as they're going through your website. So it is an important page on your site. 
And I think one of the reasons that is, is that nowadays people want to know who they're doing business with, probably a lot more than they used to in the past. People want to know a lot more about a business and about a company. And if you think about it, it's true for us as consumers. So even though if you're listening to this, you are a vegan business owner, but you're also a consumer. We're all consumers. So some of the questions that your customers or your clients may be asking when they get to your about page is, well, how big is the business? You know, are you a larger kind of SME type business or are you a much smaller? Who owns or runs the business? How long has the person or company been in business? Where is it based and does it service my location? And why should I buy from this particular business? So those are just a few of the questions that your customers or clients may be asking. And you may well be asking that when you go to a a business and you're, you're looking to buy from them. It's really important not to hide behind your company. I see this quite a lot with vegan entrepreneurs and you just can't get away with that nowadays because in the past, this was a thing that big, large multinational corporations in particular would do. You know, the CEOs would be very much behind the scenes. Whereas nowadays, if you look at a lot of big companies, the CEO has got their own blog um, and they're much more prominent and people want to know who they are, you know, who's running this, who's, who's behind it. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there and let us know who you are. One of the key things you want to do with your about page is to inspire trust and connection with your audience. And the way you do that is to let people know about you, um, who you are and what you do. They have to get to know you. It's a bit like meeting people in real life. You, you know, you get to know somebody and the more you get to know them and you start to like them and trust them. Uh, that's the kind of relationship that you're, you're wanting to build up with your about page. It's the online version of doing that. Now, having said that, your about page shouldn't necessarily be all about you. So what do I mean by that? So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you a couple of examples, but I'm going to start with um, my own example for of vegan business media. So if you go to the about page of my website, veganbusinessmedia.com, you'll see that I kick it off with a question. Are you a vegan business owner or plant-based entrepreneur and feeling overwhelmed with trying to raise the profile of yourself or your brand? I understand. It can be challenging finding the time to promote your business while doing the actual running of it. What with all the changing technology and shiny new platforms, it can be hard to figure out what to focus on and when in terms of PR and marketing. Work with me and I'll help you to create a PR and marketing strategy designed to bring you more leads and sales. Whether your business is product-based or you're a professional who offers services, together we'll catapult your brand into the limelight. So seeing those few paragraphs there on the website, I haven't talked about myself. The only thing I've said is work with me. I understand. And if you work with me and I'll help you to do this to create a PR and marketing strategy. But basically, I've made the first few paragraphs of my about page about my audience, about you. So try and think how that you can do that on your own about page. 
I then go on to say, I started Vegan Business Media in 2015 when I launched my book, Vegan Ventures, Start and Grow an Ethical Business, with the aim of equipping aspiring and existing owners of vegan-run businesses with the information, tools, inspiration and resources you need to start and grow your enterprises. So see there, I'm answering the question, how long has this business been going? Okay. With a background as a journalist of 18 years, writing for a range of both specialist and mainstream media in the UK, US and Australia, I put those skills into action by providing a range of content and services to help you promote your vegan brand more effectively. So see here, I'm giving you a bit more of a bit more of information about myself. I'm bringing in some social proof and credibility and that I've been a journalist for 18 years. Um, and this is how I'm using my skills now to help vegan brands to promote themselves. I have something to suit all budgets, including my online PR course and group coaching program, consultancy and speaking. And there are hot links to each of those to the other pages on my website. And then I say, and I walk my talk. I've been vegan for 22 years and have spent the past few years building my own brand as a PR and marketing consultant in this niche. So see there, I'm, I'm answering that question. Well, what's unique about me? Why should people buy from me? So I'm letting them know that I've been vegan for 22 years. So I'm not someone who's just kind of entered the space. Um, and I've actually spent the past few years doing the very thing that I'm helping you, uh, to do as well. During that time, I've been featured as an expert in several media outlets, been invited to speak at local and international conferences and events, and wrote for Forbes for a year about vegan and plant-based business. So again, there, I'm just weaving in some uh, some social proof and credibility, which also helps to uh, get people to realize, well, maybe that, you know, if she can do that for herself, maybe she can help me to do that. So again, it's all about the credibility and social proof there. And then I say, originally from London, UK, and now based in Sydney, Australia, I work with vegan entrepreneurs, authors, coaches, consultants, personalities, creatives, and brands from across the globe. So remember, as we said, one of the questions that people ask is, where are you based and who do you service? So I've made it very clear there. Um, that I'm originally from the UK. I say that because sometimes I get on a, a call with someone and they're expecting me to sound all Aussie and Australian <laughs> and they hear this British accent. So I've just put, put that in there to say I'm originally from London, UK, now based in Sydney, Australia. So I'm letting people know I'm based in Sydney, Australia, but that I work with vegan entrepreneurs, authors, etc., from across the globe. So I'm making it very clear don't want someone to just land on the page and go, oh, she's based in Australia. Uh, therefore, I'm in America. Therefore, she can't help me. I don't want that to happen, obviously, because a lot of my clients are uh, from America or from the UK, as well as Australia and Europe as well. So making it very clear, answering those questions. Okay. Now, then I've got a subheading saying, here's how I can help you for free. And then I've got a list of five ways that you can get free help from the site. So read the blog posts on the site, listen and subscribe to the podcast, Vegan Business Talk, watch my 60-minute video training, how to get free publicity for your vegan business, sign up to receive updates on marketing and PR and business tips from me by email and download my guide, 55 Media Angles for Vegan Business Owners. So that's five ways that people can click through to uh, get free help from the site. 
I've then got another subheading saying, here's how you can get more tailored help. And then I've got a list of four ways. So one is read my book, Vegan Ventures, uh, join my online PR course and group coaching program, Vegans in the Limelight, book one-off or ongoing one-on-one personalized coaching or consultations with me. And then I say, I offer done-for-you PR services to a select number of vegan and plant-based brands. Now, the reason I've got uh, that that way, I've got the section on how I can help for free and here's how to get more tailored help is you don't know who's going to land on your website and who's going to be looking at your about page. So it could be that I've got people who are quite new, maybe they haven't started their vegan business yet and they just want to gather some resources here's how they can easily get some free help. But then other people are landing on, maybe they've heard a bit about me and they're actually ready and they're keen to find out how they can work with me, perhaps one-on-one, or perhaps they might want to inquire about some done-for-you PR services or join my online PR course and and group coaching program. So it just gives people uh, an option no matter where they're at at their particular stage of their journey um, and potentially working with me, they've got all those different options okay now you can also link on your from your about page you can also link to your LinkedIn profile so this is probably more applicable to say if your your main market is corporate so you're working with corporates um, and because the last thing you want on your about page is a resume okay it's not your resume people get bored with that but if you're working with say corporates who might want to know what your work history is then and also having a LinkedIn profile looks professional particularly for that audience then you might say for my full resume and work history click on my LinkedIn profile and then they can click and go and have a look at that if you want to expand on your story you can also have a my story subheading or how I got here and talk a little bit more in depth about you and yourself and how you got there how how you got to running your business um what you can also do though is create a separate page for that and link to it from your about page so you can say for more about my story click here and then people can go on to a separate page to read a bit more about you because some like some people will just want to scan your about page others will want to read all of it and go through and and really get to know you now you can also link to your online media kit which is what i do so For example, if journalists are coming to my website or if event bookers are coming to my site, maybe they want to ask me to speak somewhere. What I've got, they can maybe skimming through my about page. I have got a link to my online media kit in the main menu at the top of the page as well, which is something I recommend. Um, but you know, if a journalist or an event booker is on my about page, um, just as they're getting, you know, towards the end, I've got a link to say for journal, for media or for event bookers, click here for my online media kit and on that then they will have my what I call official bios so that's when it's in third person like Katrina Fox is a a PR consultant vegan business consultant and that's got my bios in in third person um, form and in different lengths but on your actual about page and I'll talk about this a little bit later on you want to be talking in more personalized language like I and we Okay, so if you've got an online media kit, and I do recommend everyone has one, you can put a link to that uh, from your about page. So I've just given you an example of my about page, but you might be thinking, well, that's all very well, but you know, you're a service-based provider, and uh, what if I just sell products? 
So I'm going to give you another example. And uh, one of the examples I'd like to share with you is Pana Organic. Now, Pana is a chocolate brand. It's a vegan chocolate brand, organic, raw, um, and it's based out of uh, Melbourne, Australia, but they're, they're sold internationally. And you can go to their website to check that out. Their website is pana-organic.com. So this is how their about page starts. Chocolate that's smooth, rich and silky and something a little unexpected. A hand-picked cacao pod from Bolivia. A coconut from the Philippines. Cold-pressed cacao butter from Peru. Indonesian coconut nectar and Mexican dark agave. Wild carob from Spain. Organic cinnamon from Sri Lanka. Chocolate that's full of antioxidants, amino acids, vitamins and minerals. Chocolate without preservatives that's vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free and refined sugar-free. Chocolate for everyone. So see how they've created an image. They're telling us a story on their about page. They're really hooking us in and I'd love to get your your reactions because I gave a talk on this topic recently to a group of vegan business owners in Sydney that I hosted. And when I read this out, people were going, ooh, ah, ooh, and they were getting very excited and having a, a visceral reaction to the description. So that's another way that you can use your about page to tell your story, to hook people in. Then when you scroll down uh, Pana's website, we've then got a subheading and a section called Our Story. And it begins with Pana Baboonis founded Pana Organic in Melbourne, Australia, with the intention of creating a rich, luxurious chocolate the whole world could enjoy. So see how they he's weaved in the fact, okay, it was founded in Melbourne, but we it, it's available worldwide and the products are sold across the globe. Now, I happen to know Parna, um, who started it. He's been a, a guest on Vegan Business Talk. Um, I've been on panels with him at various events. Lovely guy. What I think is interesting, and I, I would love to actually see this on their about page, is he's got a really interesting story from he when he first started the company, he delivered, he made the first few deliveries of the chocolate himself on his motorbike. And in quite a short space of time, he's become a multi-million dollar company with the last time I spoke with him, he had about 80 staff. I suspect he may have more than that by now. So he's had quite a uh, a shift or a transformation in the company. And I think that would be really quite nice to include that on there, maybe even a photo of him um, on the back of his, mo- on his motorbike with those first deliveries, just to help people to get to know you. So let's talk a little bit now <clears throat> about what to include on the About website, on your About website. So you want to be very clear, what does the business do? What do you provide? Do not be cryptic on your about page and nothing worse than someone landing on a a company's website and it's not clear what the business does. So don't try and be clever or cryptic. Everybody's time poor nowadays. We want to know what it is that you do. What's unique about you or your business? So remember, I answered that question on my own about page, uh, the fact that I've been vegan for 22 years and I've been a journalist for 18 years. Um, And with Parna, we saw what's unique about their business, these absolutely original and unique and unusual ingredients that they put in their chocolate, as well as it being raw, organic and has some other, lots of other free froms as well. 
what benefits to what benefits do customers or clients get or what problem do you solve how long you've been in business now this is an interesting one because i often hear from new businesses uh, and startups they kind of say oh i don't want it to sound like i've only just started out or that i'm quite new but what i'd say to that is don't shy away from that for one thing startups are perceived as quite cool um and what you can do there is just own it and say hey look we're a new company we've been going x amount of time this is what we've got on offer at the moment and these are our plans um there's no need to shy away from that and also from a media perspective, I think it's important to include this. So for example, with my podcast, Vegan Business Talk, one of the criteria for guests is that they have to have been running their business for at least three years, ideally more, but at least three years, because I want them to be able to have been in business long enough to share really useful and important nuggets of wisdom and experiences and strategies. Um, and I can't tell you, sometimes I've, um, there's been quite a few times where I've seen a business or a company and I thought, oh, they might be a good guest for the show. And I've gone onto their website and I cannot find how long they've been in business. I've checked on their social media and I can't find it. And sometimes I will just go, you know what? It's too much trouble. Uh, I'm going to go on to somebody else. So they've lost out on a potential media opportunity. So don't be afraid to let people know how long you've been in business when the business started. And we touched on this earlier as well. So where you're based and who you service. So you remember that I did that on my about page. I let people know that I'm currently based in Sydney, Australia, but I work with people from across the globe. Okay. Why do you do it? So include this on your about page, a couple of sentences or a short paragraph, why you do what you do. Now, if you've got a a longer mission statement or vision statement or a statement of purpose, what you can do again is put a link from the about page. So you can have a short paragraph about why you do what you do and then say to read our full mission statement or vision statement, whatever it is, click here. And then you can go on to a separate page for people who want to, to do that. For some people, they just want to skim your about page. Other people want to know everything there is to know about you. And it's just giving them the option to take a deeper dive into who you are and what you do by clicking through to your mission or vision statement. You can also include your values. So again, you can do the same thing there. You might include a short paragraph of your values, or you might include on your about page your top five values. Or if you've got like a a much longer document, for example, then again, you can put click here to see our values and you can go onto a separate page for that. So again, it's giving people the option to find out more about you without making your about page absolutely massive. Okay. And then for those of you who've been in business for quite some time, you might want to consider a history or timeline of the business. Now, what I mean by that is I don't mean charting every single year, um, but just take some of your key milestones. So if you've been in business for quite some time, then your business will have evolved over time. There'll be developments in it. So just take some of your key milestones. And again, you can do this by creating a separate page and then linking to it from your about page. So you can put for a full history and timeline of the business, click here. Okay. Again, that's really only for people who've been in business for for quite some time. If you've only been in business two or three years, uh, it's not going to be worth it. But if you've been in business 10 or more years, then that can be useful for, for people to see the evolving of your journey and your business. About you. So remember earlier, I said, don't hide behind your business or your company. We want to know who you are, what's your story. 
we love stories. Human beings love stories and we want to know what yours is. So if you've got a family business, for example, tell us who you are. Don't just say we are a family owned business. Who are the members of the family that are involved in running it? Uh, what do they do? What are their particular tasks? Where are you from? So if you've emigrated from one country to another, tell us a bit about where you're from and why you emigrated, why you love working together. Okay, just tell us that story. We want to be, we want to be entertained and we, we, we're curious and we want to know who you are so that we can get to know you. Again, like I mentioned earlier, so that we can feel trust and, uh, and start to like you and know who you are. Did you leave a high-flying corporate career to start your own business? People love this kind of uh, transformation-type story. So recently, um, I was pitched a, a vegan business to be a guest on the Vegan Business Talk podcast, and it was in a particular type of business that I already had a couple of other similar ones in the pipeline to do an interview with. But then I noticed in the pitch, it said that the person who runs this business actually left a high-flying career as a senior executive um, from a well-known finance company. And so that immediately grabbed my attention. I thought, oh, that's interesting. I wonder why they left that to do this because it was quite a big change. So if that's you, then make sure you include that on your about page. Again, it's helping us to get to know you as a, a business owner. Think about some anecdotes that you can include. Um, so I just mentioned like something like a bit of a transformation, so a big change in career, or if you're in perhaps health and fitness, if you suffered from a particular condition and then you've overcome it yourself and now you help people to do that, that may be relevant. I'm not saying you have to, but I'm just giving you some ideas that you might want to include on your about page. Um, it could be an interesting incident that happened. Maybe you met somebody famous or perhaps some achievement that's quite monumental, maybe you climbed Everest or, or something like that. Um, you know, let people know that kind of thing. Again, it just kind of gives you a bit of color, makes you a little bit more interesting as a, a business owner. Now, also on your about page, you can include testimonials. It's a good idea to include those. Um, so on my about page, I've got a section, a subheading called what, uh, what clients or what previous clients have said. Um, and what I've done is just taken a handful of a small number of testimonials from the various other parts of my site and put them on the about page. This is particularly important if you offer more than uh, one service or product, for example. So in my case, I've got testimonials relating specifically to my speaking. I've got testimonials related to my online PR course and group coaching program, Vegans in the Limelight. Uh, and I've got testimonials for my consultations. So I've got those on the relevant pages on my website. But what I've done is just taken a couple of each of those and put them on my about page. So again, it's about adding that social proof and credibility. And then you also want to include some kind of call to action on your about page. Your about page is not a passive site. You actually want uh, not a passive page. You actually want someone to to take action while they're on there, particularly towards the end. So if you remember with my page, my about page, I've actually got several call to actions on mine because I've got here's how to work with me for free. And then there was four options, each with links. And here's how to get more tailored help. And again, there were therefore five links there. But your call to action on your about page could be something 
something quite simple like sign up for my newsletter here or sign up for my free uh, item. So you might have a lead magnet, which is a, um, a free product, usually a digital product that you can set up to go out automatically every time someone opts into your email list. It could be book now to make an appointment. It could be click here to find out locations of where our products are sold. Do you see what I mean? So it's some kind of uh, call to action. Make sure you include that on your about page. Now, in terms of the order and structure of your about page, now I mentioned um, earlier on in, in this talk that the your about page is going to be different for depend yeah depending on the type of business you've got every about page is going to be different but one thing i will say to you in terms of the order and structure is make sure you put your best and most relevant information for your audience first um, because when people land on your about page, some people will scroll the whole way through and read every word. Others are just going to very quickly scan and others might not go beyond just the first part of your about page. So you want to make sure you've got your real good stuff at the beginning. And it has to be for what's most relevant for your audience. What you're doing here is you're, you're doing in journalism terms, there's a, a phrase called don't bury the lead. And that means don't bury the juicy part, you know, the main story, three paragraphs in. So if you look at news stories, they follow what's called an inverted pyramid structure. So the very best, the most important story goes in the headline and then the intro and the first paragraph, etc. And then it goes down in descending order of importance. So that's what you want to be doing on your about page. And again, that's going to be different for everyone. So for example, my partner Tracy, who's a clinical hypnotherapist, psychotherapist, she's also a naturopath and nutritionist, but on her uh, clinical uh, hypnotherapy, psychotherapy website, she's found out that Whenever she gets clients that come to see her, she asks them two marketing questions. One, how did you find me? So, you know, did they find her from Google or did they see her speak somewhere? And the second question is, why did you choose me? So why did they pick her as a therapist? And the vast majority of them say her credentials, her experience and her qualifications. Now, that's going to be different for me. Most people don't care about what my qualifications in journalism are um, or, or what membership, what professional memberships or associations I have. Whereas for Tracy, for her clients, that's important. So she's got that quite high up on her about page. So just have a think about what the most relevant information for your audience is and make sure that you lead with that. Make sure you write your about page and any every page for your website, actually, but make sure you write your about page for your audience. So using language and style and words that your audience recognize. So, for example, if your audience is predominantly male baby boomers, you're going to use very different language and style and words than if you're writing for millennial women. Now, I know some of you might say, well, we've got quite a broad audience. So, uh, you know, we, we service a lot of different people, ages and, and genders. Basically, keep your about page conversational and friendly. So just keep it really accessible uh, in that case. And even if you're writing for, like if your audience is corporate, yes, you're obviously going to want to use language and words that they recognize, but you're still writing it in a, a, a conversational way in, so that you're actually addressing the person who's sitting in front of you. So I mentioned earlier, I was going to talk about I, we, and you. So what I mean by that is, um, use I. If you're a solo practitioner, or there's just you, then say, I do this. I am this. Or if you're, you've got a small team, then you might say, we do this or we are this. 
And when you're talking to the person, make sure you use the word you. So what I mean by that is you don't say, if you notice, remember from my about page, I don't say I help people or I help uh, vegan entrepreneurs do this. I say I help you, help you to do this um, or we help you. Um, And that's important because no matter who it is that's sitting at the other end of the computer, they've landed on your about page. Even if they're an HR director for a big corporation, it's still that one person that you've got that relationship with. And you want to be speaking directly to them. They want to feel special. You know, we all want to feel special. We want to feel like someone is talking to us. So I liken this again to say you've just met somebody and you've sat down um, over a dinner table or over a cup of tea um, and they say, oh, so tell me about yourself then, Katrina. And if I then said, oh, Katrina Fox uh, is a vegan PR consultant and journalist with 18 years experience, you'd think I was a bit bonkers. Like, why would you talk about yourself in the third person? Um, and and basically the about page is the equivalent of sitting down across a table having a cup of tea with someone it's different to your official bios in your online media kit that they are written in the third person but for your about page think of that think of your about page if you can conjure up a visual you're sitting down opposite the table opposite someone on a table having a cup of tea and a vegan cake or whatever it is um and and that's how you want your the tone of your about page to come across so it's friendly and conversational Make sure you break up the text on your about page with subheads, so subheadings and visuals, so photos and videos. This is really important online. With print, it's different. So when I trained as a journalist, you know, I was trained as a, a print journalist many years ago, uh, you could have, we were used to seeing, you know, larger paragraphs, larger chunks of, um, of text, basically black text. Um, and our eye apparently, though, works differently when we're reading in print and when we're reading online, it's different. So when we're online, we can't cope with a whole load of big chunks of text. And I'm sure some of you, if you're on social media, you know, if you go to someone's post and then they leave a comment and it's a massive, great chunk of text with no paragraph breaks. Um, personally, I don't read them. I just can't. It's just too much. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what you want to do is make sure that you break up that text using subheadings and visuals such as photos or videos. So I'm going to give you an example, and this is Vegan Style. So Vegan Style is a a vegan shoe store, an accessory store in Melbourne, Australia. You can check out their website so you can have a look at it yourself at veganstyle.com.au. But they open their about page with a picture. They've got an image of one wall um, with shelves showing lots of different styles of their vegan shoes. So you can see straight away, as soon as you go on their about page, you can see exactly what they're about and you immediately get a visual. They've then got a little bit of text. Vegan Style was born in Melbourne in 2010. See how they immediately say, great, how long has the company been running? So it's showing that they're, you know, they're an experienced company. There's a little bit of information about their uh, about their company and they've actually using bullet points here as well so they'll see inside our store you can find a large range of well-made high quality vegan shoes for men and women from ethical brands you'll love including and then they've got bullet points saying vegan dress shoes vegan high heels vegan boots vegan sandals vegan sneakers and those are all hot links to their internal pages so if someone lands on there and says oh yeah i want to look at the vegan boots they can go off and look at those we then got a little bit more text about where they are and then we've got another photo two photos 
suppose, next to one another, a male shoe um, and a, uh, a women's shoe. So we've got a nice lot of color there and imagery. We've then got um, a subhead saying, what makes a vegan shoe? Then we've got a couple of lines explaining what that is. And then we've got another little headline, want to take a look inside our store, question mark. And then there's a video. Um, so you can actually press play on the video and it will give you a virtual video tour of the store. So that's much more user friendly and much more friendly on the eye um, with those subheads and those visuals. Okay, so make sure you do that on your about page. And finally, remember to update your about page. Your about page is not a static page. As your business grows and develops, then there's going to be changes. You'll maybe add new products or add new services. You might remove some products or services. In fact, when I was preparing this presentation, I actually had to update my own uh, about page on veganbusinessmedia.com to tweak a few little things. So don't be afraid to do that and make sure you can do that yourself. Or if you've got some Someone who is a dedicated staff member or you've got someone on a retainer that you pay every month to do various things on your website, then fine, they can do it. But I actually recommend that um, you, you know how to do this yourself if you need to. You shouldn't be paying a, a web designer or developer if you just want you know minor text changes and then you're being charged for every single change. Uh, that's ridiculous. Um, so make sure you know how to change a bit of text on your website, swap out a photo if you need to, upload blog posts and content. Um, I'm not super technical, I promise you, but you know, I use WordPress. You know, I can put my own blog posts up if I want to. I have got an assistant who helps me, but if I need to, or if I like on my about page, I needed to make a few changes, I was able to just hop in and tweak those um, bits of text. I could swap out some photos. So just make sure you can do that. And uh, remember to, yeah, to constantly revisit your about page and update it where necessary. Okay, so I hope you found that helpful. Now, if you're thinking, well, actually, I could really do with some help with my about page, some tailored help, then I can help you out with that in a one-to-one -one consult where I would look at your page before we get on the, the call, um, perhaps ask you some questions. And then when we get on the call, I will actually go through your about page with you and give you some suggestions and guidance of how you can improve it. Alternatively, if you join my Vegans in the Limelight online PR course and group coaching program, this is one of the things that we do on the monthly live group coaching calls. Um, so we'll actually get on a call and I'll talk you through it on the call of how you can improve your um, about page. And I do that with various other things. I might look at your LinkedIn profile or anything to do with raising your profile. And um, that's the kind of thing that we do on the program. And you can find links to both Vegans in the Limelight online PR course and group coaching program or my one-on-one -on -one consults by going to veganbusinessmedia.com. So that's it for this episode of Vegan Business Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, I'd really appreciate it if you gave it a review and rating on iTunes or any other platform you're listening on. Finally, I encourage you to head over to veganbusinessmedia.com where you can find more free resources as well as details of how we can work together to help you grow your vegan business. I'm Katrina Fox, author of Vegan Ventures, Start and Grow an Ethical Business. And I look forward to catching up with you in the next episode of Vegan Business Talk. Bye for now.